Hey everyone, this is Classic. Before we start the show, I want to, of course, let you know that this is part one of a two-parter. I got together with my man Maurice, and uh, it went a little longer than expected, and so we split it into two parts. I think you'll enjoy each part equally. Uh, part one is here today on a Friday, and I'm going to post part two on Saturday. And so you'll have the entire weekend to enjoy all the great stuff from our show. And if you like it, hit me up on Twitter at Classic Materia, spelled just like the show title, and also at CSPN.us. Thank you, and enjoy the show. The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation and production. Visit our website, CSPN.us, for more episodes of Classic Team Up. Weep grind our weep ninny ball. Welcome back, everybody, to the classic team up. I'm your host with the most. You know me. In case you don't, my name's right there in the show title. You can call me classic. And of course, I'm here on the CSPN, the Colts of the Podcast Network, where you can find a variety of our shows. Follow us at CSPN Media or look for us online at CSPN.us is the website. And of course, you can subscribe on all of our wonderful platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, etc. SoundCloud even. Um, or Google Play Music to get the podcast. So thank you for tuning in once again uh, on CSPN Media, on the CSPN, and on Classic Team Up. This is a uh, late Thursday, Friday morning edition. We're getting uh, some recording in here. And, of course, I got a returning Team Up uh, you know, part- participant. Uh, this is my partner. This is my man, 40 Grand, from way back. Uh, he's coming back to the Team Up with me, my man, Mo Reese, straight out of Maryland. What's going on, everybody? I didn't doing no flyouts or anything, so keep my cracking. <laughs> yes, yes, no, no, no flyouts here. There's a no flyout zone. I mean, you can fly out if you want, you know, but you know, you you gotta. There's some rules to the game, you know. You can't just just jump on with a backpack or a stick and a, a, a picnic blanket and, and think you're just gonna hobo your way out there, you know, to the destination. It, it, it does rain, so the yeah, three thousand miles, man. Come on, man, bro. <laughs> Bro, you, you know, know what? what you could do in three thousand miles? You know how many marathons that is? You know how many Kenyans? That's a lot. <laughs> you know how many Kenyans could cover that? Man. How long? Nah, man. So nah, ain't no flyout captains in the hose of tomorrow on this show. But we will be talking about that and a bunch, a bunch of other things. Um, and of course, uh, Mo, just remind folks where they can find you on the uh, Twitter streets. Uh, you can find me, me among the chill conglomerate hashtag. <laughs> Um, I forgot about that. <laughs> but uh, Mo underscore Reese on Twitter. Yes. Um, yeah, so pretty much okay. you'll see me there chilling on the timeline, you know, yeah. trying not to cause any trouble or anything like that. Yeah. And you still writing, right? Yeah, I'm still, I'm still writing. You know, I'm trying, okay. I'm still, I'm trying to, you know, get things back into that because, you know, you got wrestling and everything going on. So I'm trying to do more writing. But it's like, I just be so tired from work and school. Oh, yeah. You know, so I just be like, so I'll just listen to, WrestleCast, and I was like, you know, I'll just chime in with them on Twitter and everything. And like that. But, you know, I kind of want to talk about, I'm going to probably talk about my feelings about Jinder Mahal winning the title. And then a lot of people are like, yes. why a lot of people are like kind of in their feelings about it. You know, they're like, come on, man. Yeah, man. A, I mean, wrestling fans, we haven't had a major hill like this in forever. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's Trump's America, so they, they react in a certain way uh, about it. But Jinder Gang is deep, man. I mean, it's like finally somebody of color, you know, uh, you know, is 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 putting one over on these suckers out here, uh, you know, putting Randy Orton in his place, all lives matter Orton. I I think it's a good thing for wrestling, pro wrestling as far as it's a real heel. People can get, you know, they can boo him if they want. And there's people that are getting behind him, but it's like a small contingent, you know, and, and we have our reasons. You know, obviously all of India or all, all of the, uh, you know, Indian American population, if you will, uh, you know, the Punjabi massive is getting down with her agenda, or at least that's the assumption because they're going to go out to India. But it's like everyone else of color is like, yo, we've, we're tired of, you know, all lives matter, Orton, and this bullshit. We're tired of the same old booking, and we're tired right. of everyone, all these smart marks, uh, as they're called, coming out here is like, oh, well, he's got, he's on them roids, man. You know what I'm saying? Look, no one works harder than Jinder Mahal, as Don DeLorente would say. No one trains harder than, than Jinder Mahal. You know, don't try to hinder the gender. This is ne- never hinder gender. You know what I'm saying? The man has worked hard. He has been uh, jobbing to the stars. He's been counting the lights. He's paid his dues. He's been there for oh, years. He was in the stable with Drew McIntyre and Heath Slater before, you know, him and Drew got kicked out. Yes. You know. <laughs> yes, he was playing. Going on. He's playing air guitar with his homies, you know, for years. You know what I'm saying? He was running up on Great Khali and, and shaming him and getting smacked with that by that huge hand. Great Khali couldn't wrestle a lick, but he smacked you with that hand, man. I mean, I let the print. So he had that print on his chest for years, just trying to like just rub that off. Right, and the whole and the whole thing he came up was, I guess they were trying to say that the whole storyline was Great Khali was married to Jinder's sister, and so he was like, you know, you know, my yeah, sister, you know, my sister, you know, yeah, you had to honor my sister, so. Him doing his dirty work. There you go. You know? and even yeah, embarrassment. yeah, so you know, and then it's like I'm I'm with it because like I said, we haven't seen a major hill like this in years. You know, we've had, yes. you know, going back and forth with the same old faces in the top and like, you know, who's the champions and everything. So as a wrestling fan, I'm with it. So I already yeah. know why Vince is doing it. <laughs> yeah. So it's obvious. And the thing, it, well, it fits the old nineteen eighties xenophobic mold of the heel where it's like Okay, he's not American. He's going to talk about you, stupid Americans. And it's kind of like how Kevin Owens is a heel. You know, he's he's Canadian. You know, which is a friendly, friendly nation. But uh, all the same, he's come here superior to the you know these ugly, stupid Americans. And he's 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 a superior wrestler, so he's going to let you know about it. And now he's the new face of America. Jinder, I love that. I love your champion. (laughs) Jinder Mahal, yes. I love that Face of America book with Kevin Owens. I love that. <laughs> I love how they were like, this is the same belt that Bruno Sam, Sam Martino and Macho Man Randy Savage and, uh, you know, racist Hulk Hogan and The Rock. <laughs> it's got a lineage. And now Jinder Mahal? Like, yeah. You know, because guess what? John Bradshaw and Layfield held that same belt. Y'all didn't say shit then. Nope. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all didn't say shit when Jack Swagger held the title. Or when Dolph Ziggler held that title. By the way, that was a great uh, money to bank cash. Yes, probably one of the best was. ever. In creation, right. but Dolph Ziggler, who's a you know Ragdoll Ziggler, uh, Mr. Perfect Two, or um, what do you call it, Billy Gunn Jr. Y'all had no problems when he was holding the title. All of a sudden, I remember when Edge got the title and it was like, Edge, you think you know me, that guy? But he was manufactured up to that point. Just, yep. you know, this just shows that the WWE can make stars out of anyone on their roster. That's why they're all called superstars, you know, and it's basically you can book it a certain way. You can get it to go a certain way, but people play their role. People, you know, get noticed. People do the right things. I mean, they pay their dues and they get rewarded. And that's obviously what's happening here. There's no 
uh, I don't think there's any favoritism or anything like this came out of nowhere to people, but people are going to have their speculation. They could be like, well, that's right. just like how Seamus was a uh, triple H's workout part and agenda is now, you know, they probably getting to getting down in the gym and, uh, you know, sharing needles and Ico pro and whatever, the, but you know, <laughs> you smart mocks, man, enjoy your product. Cause you go to watch it anyway. That's how right. I feel. Exactly. We go, you go sniff on the TV Mondays, Tuesdays, yes. Wednesday yes. nights, and you'll watch the pay-per-views when they come on Sunday. So yeah. You pay your nine ninety nine to Vince McMahon every month, so come that's on. right, that's right. And, and he's got the two the heel tactics with the uh, the Bollywood boys. Uh, you know, they they posted a, a photo the other day. It was him and the um, the Singh brothers to call on him. Yeah. Uh, and then alongside them was uh, with Seth Rollins won the title, and he had a uh, you know uh, he had uh, the the new Stooges. Yeah, he had uh, Mercury and uh, Jamie Noble. Jamie yeah, Noble. Noble. Yeah. So so it's kind of like. Full circle, you know, you're going. That's it's going to help him keep the belt for a lot longer than than you know he probably would have. It's helped him win the title, but you know it wasn't even a cheat to win. It was like outside. It was distraction finish. You know, shout out to yeah. Drinking Game and Didi. Uh, you know, we're all Didi Janae guys here on the wrestle <laughs> on the uh, classic team, and yeah, of course. And of course, uh, Didi Janae is over at the WrestleCast two doors down at uh, CSPN Studios with Don DeLorente and with uh, Magna Prime and with uh, their guests for today. I think they got uh, Kellen Daniel, aka The Rock, okay, uh, okay, on the show. Uh, so, see, you getting the inside scoop. Of course, everyone's going <laughs> to hear this and see all that stuff on the feed and the timeline already. But uh, of course, I'm letting you let you know up front uh, that that's happening. And of course, Comic Book Chronicles. Two, two doors down in that studio. And I want to shout out the Comic Book Chronicles with uh, Tim Deal Double G. Uh, congrats to him, by the way. He's now uh, writing for Nerdist as well as CBR. Okay. So, That's yeah. Awesome. Black Comic Book Guy. I remember when we was like, yo, Tim, do the news for us on the Cold Slither podcast. <laughs> you know, do the CSNN. And he's like, well, I'm reading the news and stuff. Now he's writing the news. He's the newsmaker. Awesome. Yeah, I couldn't be more proud of my man, Tim Deal Double G. We're all doing big things out here. Success, so, man. So let, me, so let me ask you a question. Like, yes, have, you, have you seen um, Guardians? I know. You, I know you probably seen Guardians of the Galaxy two. Yet. Last episode, we uh, we we reviewed oh, Guardians okay. Guardians two. It was it was good. And um, in fact, the name of the last episode you'll like this if you hadn't heard it. Uh, for those of you that haven't heard it, go back and check it with me and William Bruce West. It's called Ego, the Living Man Whore, because we talked about. <laughs> and, you know, spoiler if you haven't seen the movie. Actually, I want to go see it again too because it was visually stunning. And uh, okay. of course, but you know, I, I was kind of traumatized by the whole reveal of what ego was about. I was like, oh man, really? You know, it's kind of like Will finding out that uh, his pops uh, didn't want him no more. You know what? So, so speak, let me bring up about they, they show they show those reruns of Fresh Prince on MTV too. Yes. So back to back nights they showed that episode, <laughs> and I'm sitting here looking like, and I'm just sitting there and I'm looking. I'm like, okay, Fresh Prince about to come on. So let me just watch that. Next yes. thing you know, I see you see Ben Vereen just sitting in the um cafe yeah. looking at Will, and I was like, "Don't tell me about the runners." Yes, they are. <laughs> they are. They, they they know you don't. You know, ain't paying no attention. They're like, "Oh, two straight nights? Nah, that's not gonna happen." I, that's like um, and of course I'm showing my uh my wackness here. It's like when I watch uh, Hallmark at night and they play Golden Girls, and like two nights in a row they will play the same episode. I'm like, "Well, well, wait a minute, you just played this yesterday." But who else is gonna who else is gonna cry about it except me? Because right. who else is up late that in the wee hours watching Golden Girls, you know, trying to fall asleep? Nobody, <laughs> not really anybody. Everyone else is like, oh, I got this all while I do my homework. Or, you know, I'm about to get ready for the club. I'm going to get some Golden Girls in the background. You know what I'm saying? That's where they get their ratings. Not these, you know, not these sad, sad folks sitting at home trying to get, get some entertainment in. You know what I'm saying? You know, while the wife is snoring or whatever. You know, shout out to Mrs. Classic, by the way. Um, Yeah, so. I, I can't call it, man. Uh, it's 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 tough to it's tough to see. Um, yo, look, we just finished watching um, the Cavs uh, 
kind of just roast and blow the hell out of the uh, the Boston Celtics. In fact, I'd say the Celtics got blowed out, as uh, Emmett Smith would say. Uh, I think with the, with the final score, they beat them by like 32, 34. Uh, it was a lot. There's yeah. a 30, 30 it spot. Con- it wasn't the contest after, like, after the first quarter. Like- yeah. Oh, no, no, no. So Kevin Love came out guns blazing in the beginning. And then when the LeBron did that fake, uh, you know, that one-handed fake pass and then just a layup, it was like, oh, come on, man. And they just asserted their authority, their dominance. And this was just like, you know, this was like, let's just put it to bed. Let's close this out. You know, y'all had your, y'all had your little run. Y'all had your little uh, upset victory uh, in game uh, game three. But the, you know, but you know, we 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 done playing with you. Said, uh, we let y'all we let y'all get that one in on us. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Shorthanded too. You know, you we, right. you know, we were like we believe Boston. You know, Boston strong. We back. You know what I'm saying? How you like them apples? You know, they was you know you know they're talking shit. And but then the they came out. They come reports. LeBron was sick. I was like, really? Yes. I'm like, this is what we're going to do. This is the the narrative we're going to run with. LeBron was sick. I'm like, yeah. you only had the flu game against the Knicks. Sorry about that, Clancy. But yes. um. <laughs> No, I wasn't against the. That was against the Jazz. The, the no, flu game. No, that's the flu game. The um fifty-five point. Oh, the double oh, yeah, neck. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The flu game wasn't against the Jazz. You know. So. Yeah, that was in the fi- Wasn't that in the finals? Yeah, that was a fi- That was a finals game. I remember that was yeah. like one of the greatest okay. games I ever saw because I was like, "Yo, how is he doing this?" And that that shot at Pippen holding him up on the bench and everything, kind of just walking like iconic. I remember that whole experience. Yeah, but then they was then they was like, "Well, he probably was drunk, you know." So. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he had gambling flu. You know, he had Vegas flu. Hey, hey, they all. I mean, you kind of wish they had like a thirty for thirty or a real documentary. What, what was really going down? Thank right? you. Cause I, I remember, I remember when that whole that whole thing came about, and I'm just sitting there thinking, like, I don't think Michael Jordan really was going to retire because you had the, the, mm-hmm. the Bulls was within the the pinnacle of their they, their first their first um three P. Yeah, and then all of a sudden he like he had nothing enough to prove him. Like, no, nah. David Stern yeah. probably say. You going through it like this? You going to say you gonna retire? Yeah, and you can come back in like, you know, kind of eighteen months, and you know, I wasn't surprised when he did retire, but it was like, you know, he just lost his pops, and it was like right. all this stuff was going down. So it was like, I mean, it was surprising when it happened. You know, I didn't expect it, but when he was announcing it, it was like, well, you know, it kind of makes sense. You know, he's gonna step away for a minute, but uh, you know, like, like everybody else, I thought, well, yeah, he ain't gonna be going long. You know what I'm saying? Nope. He is, you know, it's not like it's not like when Magic retired and he's like, "Oh, I got HIV." It was like, "Well, see you, Magic." And then Magic did come back. Yeah. And then Magic, you know, still he, now he's running the Lakers. Now he's like part. Yeah. Over, he, you know what I'm saying? He, yeah. He he got he got the the new the new gig. <laughs> yeah. Magic bought up all the Lazarus pets, all of them. <laughs> Took that Starbucks money, that movie money. He was like, "Where do you know Rashagul? Where do all the pets at?" And you right, Rush was like, oh, I got one here, I got one in Chino Hills, I got one over here. Uh, he's like, yo, I'm buying up all of them. And he just takes, like, dips in each of them, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, he's chilling. I like this, man. I like I like these, uh, you know, brothers making money and just chilling and relaxing and being able to do what they want. Man, he's saying, he uh, ain't got to worry about y'all. He's like, I'm going to, he said, he's like, he's like, they came in, he did a little basketball commentary, he was good with yes. that. The next thing you know, he's like, I got money, I'm about to about to get an executive position with it like this, so... Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? My son can put on 27 dresses, I don't care. I'm chilling, man. You know what I'm saying? Cookie could do whatever she want. I got my... We, we all good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, look, man, I I would change my last name to Johnson if I could get down with some of that bread, but that's cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm watching the cast of Claws. I don't know if I'm going to watch Yeah, show. yeah. Like, I, I yeah. don't know. I'm, 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 I'm I definitely want to see if Karuchi, see what Karuchi's going to bring to yes. the table. Yes. And, you know... 
definitely want to see what she can bring to the table. She got the little acting chops and everything. Yes, and of course, Nisi Nash in the building. Yeah, it's, it looks like it's it's it looks like it's gonna be funny, you know. And and the the brilliant leading with TNT, you know, we watching the game and then boom, they just cut to you know, they, they, the promo was pretty promo game was pretty high. It's TNT it's like, does a good job promoting their shows. He does, they do. Yeah. But you know what? I I happened to be I think I was watching the last. It was like game four. I was watching it and then the repeat. They they re they re the game. Yeah. So I kind of caught an episode of Arrow, and now I'm sitting here like. Maybe I should have slept on this show because the episode was pretty good. And I was like, "Oh, oh. <laughs> did you watch? So you haven't caught up on? You haven't been up to speed? I, see, Arrow? see, see, I, I see, I see the timeline. They, oh. they live to Arrow. They live to Agents of Shield. And I'm sitting here like, um, I mean, and the show's <laughs> looking looking good to me. And then I was just like, I'll, I'll finally watch it. And I'll be like, what was I thinking? <laughs> it's it, it, you know what it is. It's a it's a long drag through it. So it's like all the big moments. It's like the build up, and it's like weeks on par weeks. Uh, you know, par what, what when they're going to get to this part? When they going to get to this part? And Arrow, of course, you know, with the flashbacks and all that stuff. And the Flash is the, like that too. It's like they'll just well, the Flash all season long was like, oh, um, it's going to end with this. You know, and then you kind of get to you finally get to that moment. It's like, oh man, finally, you know. But it's like how how you got there, you know. That's kind of the journey and everything. And so we, we they both aired their finales, the season finales this weekend. And uh, I'm not gonna spoil anything for you. I know I know we spoil stuff for people on the show because I'm like you've seen it, you know, whatever. <laughs> but I, I won't, uh, you know, because you're right here. I don't. I I don't hate, I hate to be that guy. That, oh yeah, by the way, such and such died, and they'll be like, oh man, see. And the plus, Mrs. Classic. She's in the crib. Uh, she doesn't watch any TV. She's not been watching TV, so I watch all the TV. Uh, that's why you know she handles all the uh, the, the key decisions in the house because I, I <laughs> my brains my brain cells are shrunk into she's this. Like, she's like, okay, she's like, I got every all the major decisions. I yes. got this. Yeah, you're like, you're the boss, uh, you know, hey, make it so. And, uh, you know, I just catch the latest episode of Arrow or whatever. You know, but it's like, I'm up on it, but I can't talk about it with her. You know, right. I just, and I just make up stuff. I'm like, yeah. And when Cisco grew a third hand and it popped out of his chest, and she just has to look at me like, oh, I guess that's what happened. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm not talking to you. You know, so uh, yo, it, it's it's definitely you know, t- take the summer. Uh, they they gonna re air it or they you know, or you can catch it on the CW app or whatever they have. Uh, but yo, some good shows. In fact, I'm gonna be catching a lot of shows over the summer, catching up too. Um, real quick though, just jumping back to NBA. Okay. Uh, we got the finals uh, laid out. Who you think? Who you got? And it's uh, you know, let's do predictions. But like, boom, uh, you know, Warriors, Cavs. What's your what's your, um, what's your take? Okay, so you know, I'm definitely going with the Hills, the Warriors, because they for a whole calendar year they've been getting those three um, one jokes. Yes, they've been getting three one jokes. So I'm definitely going with you know what I'll say. It might I'll say Warriors and six. I'm about to agree with you on that. I'm going with Warriors and Six, definitely because yeah. definitely because Kevin Durant is the is the X factor and will mm. be the X factor in this series. And what they did, and for what they did in that first in the, these first three rounds, <laughs> was ridiculous. It was. It was just outrageously ridiculous. And I mean, here's here's the thing: if it's going to be it's going to be Durant, it's going to be Draymond, it's going to be uh, you know Clay. It's gonna he, be oh, Steph. He he, he he's gonna have to get himself together. Um yeah. shout the um the Debbie um Debbie or Debbie Crab on Twitter. She yes. she's been and she's not been happy with him in these playoffs, so she's legit like, you know, he better get his get his stuff together or it's gonna be problems. 
<laughs> yeah, and well, here's the here's what uh, could be the difference. Uh, one is Steve Kerr going to be pacing the sidelines again, and that doesn't make a huge difference, but it does make a difference, especially come crunch time. I mean, Mike Brown, uh, aka uh, you know, <clears throat> Lee Trouble, <laughs> yeah, aka Lee Trouble. Uh, <laughs> You know, AKA Taco Tuesday is going to be co pacing those sidelines for now. But, you know, if Steve Kerr's back out there, it could be some coaching rest. Or I, could be, but or, I saw, but he said that he, he might, he may not shoot up for the finals. Yes. Because, you know, that back is giving him problems, you know. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you have to take an ejection. It's like Phil Jackson, where he used to have to go just struggle right. to be on the Lakers bench or whatever. He had to, like, sit in that special chair and all that stuff and get a cortisone shot. And right. It's not the same. You can't be. You can't pace the sidelines. What you draw on the plays? They already know the plays, so it's like you kind of there for like rah rah when one for the you know for the Gipper, and you might as well just chill in your spot, like you know, and uh, and let let uh, let Mike Brown handle. He can't say he can't send text saying, "Hey man, yeah. how about you just?" He sent him a text message saying, "How about you adjust this on the fly and things like that." Yeah, kind of kind of armchair coach like how most people do on on social media and everything. They kind of yeah. armchair you know coaching and everything. But here's the thing. Here's the thing about that. When he first went out, had the back surgery, and Luke Walton took over, and yes. they had that 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 crazy run right. last season. Yeah. Now you see the crazy run they've had in these playoffs, like twelve and zero. It's like yo. It's like, yo, uh, overachievers, man. Because even this year, like, oh, the Warriors ain't got it like they used to when they start losing more games. They're not going to win 70 games this time around. Like, who cares? They're still the right. Warriors. They got Kevin Durant, son. You know, that they, they don't have to put forth the at maximum effort every night to get their playoff spot or to get to, you know, to their seating or anything else. They can just play and not have to worry. And, you know, they, they, that's kind of what the season is for, to work out the kinks and work out the little yeah. drama. They are full steam ahead, you know, to the point where they had an advantage. They they got the rest. They're in the finals. They haven't lost the game. Everyone's healthy, you know. I mean, LeBron and Kyrie are going to have to be otherworldly, and someone else is going to have to show up either, you know, uh, JR, or it's going to have to be, you know, it's, it, it's going to have to be, because last year it was Delhi of all their people, you know. Yeah. And if 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 uh you know Kyrie also, but you know it was like Delhi was doing his thing on defense and he's stymieing uh you know uh, Steph and uh, all these other guys. Uh, so it's like, well, who who do you have this time? Who's going to step up this time? And uh, I, I can't see the Cavs have a lot of veterans. You know, Richard Jefferson can like you know make an appearance, whatever. But guess what? The Warriors do too. You know, they got David West. They got veterans that are like riding the pine that are there that are hungry. They got Javale. JaVale was still mad as shit. Yo, <laughs> angry JaVale. He had came, he had made a full, full circle his career. I'm like, come on, man. He, he was, was can't, can't get right for years. Can't get right on DC. You, we watched right. him on the Bullets, man. He said, hey, watching him on the Wizards. I was like, <laughs> I get this guy off my team, and now all of a sudden he's just. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and then then we was we got soft on him because you know we it was like bring your mama back all around here. <laughs> so this Pam came up on that duck contest. We was like, you know what, Javale, you, you cool man. Just tell your mama come to more games, and you know we let you we let you chill with us. We let you slide. And I was like, he's angry, Javale. He doesn't see. It's like he read all the tweets about his mama. Though he read all, he's watched all the Shaq did a fool videos. He's like, right, boy, yo, that whole that whole thing, that whole that Shut whole thing down. between him and Shaq. <laughs> yeah, but that Shaq whole, is, that. Shaq is being a real dick, man. Yo, you see this thing with Shaq and Barkley, man? I mean, yes, they, yes. Yeah, it's not. That's not. But you know, they probably be moving furniture and fighting like in a in the dress room anyway. <laughs> so it's like, oh, oh, they about to fight. Like you know what? This ain't the first time the two of them, you know, probably came to blows. It's just the first one. Oh, of the first. I think year. it was like in. The, I think in the, in the league, they 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 hit each other, boxing up. 
Who didn't Barkley fight in the league? He fought Oakley a lot. He fought all them guys a lot. You know, it was like that's what Barkley was. The Barkley trash talking. What was his video game? Shut up and jam. Damn. <laughs> that game was, hold, on, hold up. That game was dope though. Yes, I, I, that game was dope. And on, on, on Sega Genesis, that game was who dope. Had, who had the best? Um, who had the best Nintendo or Sega basketball game? Uh, oh. In your opinion, of the like the eighties, nineties, and I got my two picks. Okay. Um, wait a minute. Are we talking about? Are we talking just professional, or are we talking all, all overall? Oh, the, the, after after a player. So oh, you had it. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, um, so we can't we can't count Michael Jordan's Windy City uh, Madness or, uh, or Shaq Fu. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> I guess you can count Shaq Fu because he did use a basketball, but nah. No, um, Balky Shepard like. Jam was pretty good. Yes, and there was two on Sega Genesis that were dope. And it's funny because they was around, around the same time. Pat Riley basketball and uh, David Robinson basketball. David Robinson basketball low key was like really good. You remember? You remember Jordan versus Bird though? Jordan versus Bird, yeah. <laughs> I remember Jordan versus Bird. And did they do uh like before, was it before Jordan versus Bird? Wasn't it like Doctor J versus Bird? Uh, one, it was one on one. Doctor J versus yeah, Bird. It was. It's a Jordan versus Bird. And and, and it was yeah. like then they started doing the whole um. Um, Celtics versus um, like the Celtics, yeah, yeah, Bulls, Blazers, Blazers. Yes, <laughs> them games was tight though. Like they Bulls were Blazers. It was like it was. They had a um uh, that that led into was, NBA Live. That was like because yeah. it was EA Sports that led into NBA That's Live. EA, EA had a nice little run. Yes, like, like ninety five. Yeah, matter nice of fact, <laughs> um, the Dream Team USA Basketball, uh, the Olympics. That was a dope game. Because the Dream Team was out, and then you could play the game uh, with the Dream Team. So you had, you know, you had Ewing, you had Robinson, you had Barkley, you had Jordan, you had, uh, uh, you know, uh, Chris Mullen, Larry Bird. You could even play Kristen Leitner. I don't know why you would, but you could (laughs) still get that magic. You know, they was all on the roster. And you was playing against, oh, you could play as Angola. Yo, you ever try to play the Dream Team with Angola and try to win? (laughs) Son. You had to, I don't even know if the game had sliders, but you had to cheat your ass off. In fact, I'm popping the Genesis, yo, I'm popping the Genesis emulator after this after this call. <laughs> I'm going to some, I'm gonna try to win with Angola or Croatia. That was the days when that, that was the days when the USA yeah. team you was yeah. like <laughs> you getting blown out. Like you yeah. stepped on the floor and was like, okay, how much are we losing by? How much are yeah. losing by? <laughs> in fact, in fact, in fact, in fact, because remember. Remember now, we had the foreign players back then too. So you pick right. those teams like Yugoslavia; they had Vladi. So it's like everything went into Vladi. I don't know who these other guys are, these small guys, but I'm passing it into Vladi, and Vladi's Vladi going like, to do a little hey, sky you, hook. You played, like you say, Vladi, you played against these guys, so we just dumped it off. The-, <laughs> the dream team had 102 points. Vladi had 98, <laughs> and it was still it was still close. Like right. you know, we, we lost by two. Vladi had 98 points and like 66 rebounds or something like that. He was a one man. He was a one man gang out there. He was like, okay, just give me everything. <laughs> Pass yeah. me the ball. Or you play Russia and like he tries to Petrovic. Yo, it's like you just went all out because you know you the, the foreign players. Yeah, man, yeah, play Angola again. I don't remember any of those players. It's just Angola. It was like I don't know why. And it, it was that Angola was memorable because even though they got blowed out. They tried their hardest, and Charles Bar- they was like big fans of Barkley or something. Like Barkley was like you know all chubby up with them or whatever. I remember that too. I don't even know what what the deal was with that. Hey, yeah. Barkley was chubby with them. Robbins chubby with North yeah. Korea. Yes, oh. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. You know, 
Uh, I don't know. I guess Marbury was sweet on China when they had Dream Team too, but uh, you know, you yeah. see how that turned out. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. It was like, it was like, it was like after like the games were no form, like more form, the, the game started growing overseas, and it was like, okay, we ain't no chumps no more. Like, yeah. Beating us, like y'all were nah. beating us in '92. <laughs> yeah. Come, come get this waxing by grease, son. <laughs> like, right. Whoa. Petrakakos is like passing behind the back and stuff. Euro stepping the shit out of him, and then we had to catch up. And now you know the game's changed completely because everything's zone defense, and uh, you know the point guards. Uh, you know it's it's all about the guards uh, play. And I mean it's the game has changed up. But then again, there's certain fundamentals when you get to this point in the playoffs and in the finals. Post up moves, interior defense. You know rebounding. That's the stuff that still gets you what you know the rings. You know, that's why the Cleveland can just roll past all these teams. And that's probably what's going to be the factor when it comes to the finals, too, because it's like, okay, your shots are falling now, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry. But what happens when y'all are dry from outside and Kevin Durant has to keep making plays and uh, and then uh, Draymond starts being Draymond? It's like that's the perfect that's the perfect storm in the other direction. Like, oh, man, nothing's going right. And then next thing you know, uh, the Warriors have to come down from a 3-1 lead. Uh, but, yeah, I'm picking Warriors in six as well just for that reason. Yeah, uh, you know, I, see, I mean, I, I know a lot of people, you know, amount of time I they like Cleveland fans. I mean, like real Cleveland fans. Oh, oh even those legends out there, those uh, those the cuffing season, man. Get them, man. You know, right, I'm be like, right I'm is. like, hey, man, Brad Doherty is coming through that door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna do a Cleveland quiz, man. I don't, I don't want to. I, I know you know Larry Lance is from there, so uh, so you like, know, Mark playing Price, on it. Mark yes. Price isn't coming through that door. Craig Elo won't get the shot. <laughs> yes, Tyrone Hill is not going to be, uh, you know, coming off that bench, you know, because he's still Oakley that money. Still, he's still Oak that money. That's probably so. why he's ducking him. <laughs> yeah. He's Every day him. he's like, is, is he out there? Is he out there? <laughs> yeah, he ain't going to be rolling out the uh, ceremonial first tip, uh, you know, at the finals and nothing like that. Oakley's going to be right there looking for right yeah. there and watching him like, yeah, rubby yeah. by the coin, dog. <laughs> nope, you got to call Drew Carey. I don't think he owe anybody money. Price is right for Drew Carey. Uh, if you want to do Cleveland, but otherwise, or get Usher, Ursha out there, but you ain't gonna get none of the, you know, no, no Tyro Hill, you know. So, uh, yeah, you could kill that noise right there. Hey everyone, this is your man Jeremy from the Crown and Collars Podcast. Just reminding you that you are listening to a CSPN media presentation. And to check out Crown and Collars every Wednesday so we can tell you what your aunt does when you're not around. This episode of the Classic Team-Up is sponsored in part by Busted Tees. Your home for funny, awesome, cool t-shirts that are sure to get your friends' attention. Busted Tees puts many of their popular shirt designs on sale each week. Choose from several eye-catching t-shirts inspired by pop culture. Cleverly themed t-shirts inspired by movies, video games, TV shows, comic books, geek culture, and much, much more are on sale. To help keep our podcast free, order from Busted Tees by going to cspn.us. That's cspn.us. Then clicking on the Keep Our Podcast Free link. Click on the Busted Tees banner and shop for awesome t-shirts. Busted Tees through cspn.us. Do it today.
kind of leads me to something else. Uh, I got this part of the show where I talk about because lately I've been watching a lot of. I don't watch TV, man. I watch a lot of YouTube. So what I do is I put on the Xbox when I come home. I put on the TV and then I put on you know the apps, whatever. And I just watch YouTube yeah. on my TV because I'm like okay. da da da. And you know these channels are whack or whatever. But with YouTube, I can just pick my videos. And sometimes I watch a music video, whatever. Um, and so this section I call "Slaves to the Algorithm" because YouTube be finding stuff for me, and next thing you know, I'm watching like more of the same thing. So I watch like say Jim Cornette, a piece from his like uh, podcast or something. It'll be on YouTube, and next thing you know, it's like, well, Jim Cornette talks about this, and that's another three minutes. And then next thing you know, I'm sitting there for two hours looking they at Jim Cornette that. clips. They do, they do. Oh, well, by the way, since you've watched this, check out the shoot interview by Bruce Pritchard. I'm like. I don't give a shit about Bruce Pritchard, but next thing you know, I'm 20 minutes in, or, you know, with Jinder Mahal talking about, you know, uh, 3MB, whatever. Anyway, uh, I don't know if you saw this thing called Game of Zones, about a Bleach oh, Report. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've caught a couple of those on, on, on their... Um, on Yo, their- <laughs> it is mad funny. <laughs> it is dumb funny. They're on season three, which I, I, call, I, I found out about it, like, last year, so it was, like, season two, and it's like they just take all these... It's Game of Thrones, but with NBA players, and they all talk like, you know, the Game of Thrones characters, so they all talk with, like, British accents or, you know, different t- types of uh, European accents, and it's in the, you know, right. the Dark Ages and everything, and um, this last one was called Trust the Process, and, of course, it was about Joel Embiid, and <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> it is dumb funny. Uh, you know, check that out. It's on the Bleacher Reports YouTube channel. Um, okay. You can, In fact, it's worth watching all three seasons, but, you know, it's like every Thursday they come out with a new one. Uh, yeah, you'll get, you get, you get the alert that says... Um, New episode. Yeah, exactly. Um, they had one called. Um, it was. Uh, I forgot what it was called. Oh, uh, the Oak and something else. And it was uh, playing off the. Uh, Char- it was about Charles Oakley being uh, imprisoned underneath Madison Square Garden, and Carmelo went in to free him out the jail. Yo, I was. Yo, that had me. Yeah, cause he had Derek. Um, um, no, he had a Dirk Rose, Kim Noah. Yeah, Dirk Kim Noah. Wasn't Dirk Rose supposed to be helping him too? No, and Dirk was supposed to show up, but he didn't. Yeah, he, he okay. had a family emergency. Oh, that's right. He had a family emergency. Okay. Wait, wait. <laughs> He's like, he, he's got a family emergency. And so Joe Kim Noah had the keys and he had to like, he had to throw it into the uh, cell. And so it was like, it looked like a free throw. And he threw it. It was like wide left and hit the wall and this went to the moat. <laughs> it was like, yo, yo, they, they have no chill on Game of, Thro- Game of Zones. Uh, yeah. So yeah, good inside jokes. If you have been following the NBA and all these subplots and crazy stories, um, that's good. Another thing I like, um, and you could probably help me with the thoughts on this, is um, I like heckler vi- videos. I don't know why, but every time like I see like a comedian's video or something, I'm like, well, how did they handle hecklers? And so, like, I click on the video where, like, a heckler gets owned or heckler. And it's usually like the comedian is up on stage and the heckler yells out something during his act. And then he spends a lot of times the comedian will stop whatever their routine is and just spend, like, a good 10, 20 minutes or 5 or 10 minutes just clowning the shit out of whoever just yelled out something. And it's like, he's like, well, I don't have to tell you jokes anymore. You're pretty much my whole act now. So what do you, what's that you got on? What do you wear? What do you do? And it's like, they just clown the shit out of them. And I was like, I love it. It's like, yeah, just keep your mouth shut when you're watching the comedian. And, you know, we, of course, we all know we're friends with the the, uh, the set, the comics. Uh, we've seen them live. Uh, you know, they've been on tour recently. Uh, one thing I want to ask them, and I didn't get to see their tour this time around that they went around. They was kind of too far too, because I was like, yeah, "Yo, it was, it was they was everywhere. They was going to West Bubblefuck, um, West Virginia." That was like, I saw, I saw that. I was like, "Do I make that drive? I got work tomorrow." Um, I was y'all like, I was like, y'all going, I was like, "Y'all going a lot of places that 
<laughs> but I was I like, my- I, I've been spoiled because we've seen them a few times right. already uh, when they hit the DC, and you know, it's like, okay, well, this is for the rest of America, and I, and plus we get them on the Bad Advice show and on the different shows that they do, podcasts that they do. So it's like, I feel like. The last time I went to a show too, like you know, so Gordon's Rome were up on stage, and I was like, "Oh, he gonna tell that period blow joke," and I'm so I'm just like sitting there fidgeting, like I want to just yell out, like you know, the, the punchline. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna be that guy. I'm gonna be the heckler. They gonna tell me to shut the fuck up, you know. So I'm like, so I'm, I'm just nudging Mrs. Classic, like, "Yo, you gonna like this joke right here?" Like, kind of like, like, you know how you go see a movie with somebody and you've seen it already and they haven't right. seen it. That's how I am when I watch them. They act. I mean, they have new jokes. Uh, it's not like the same shit all the time. But you kind of feel like, oh man, here's that part. Here's that part. Yeah, check it out. You know, and so you react more so than most people. But these heckler videos are so crazy. Um, and of course, there are some where the heckler will jump on stage and like try to, you know, try to attack or fight or whatever. Um, there's one that went really bad. This guy had a guitar, and he was about <laughs> to play, and then somebody was like, blah blah blah, and then dude was like rushed the stage and dude was like come up here motherfucker and he clock he gave him the, the Jeff Jarrett the honky tonk <laughs> man the wood shampoo with the guitar clock right on his head everyone went from ha 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 to oh 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 too far oh that's too far wow you didn't have to do that he's like that motherfucker rushed the stage what you think I was gonna do and every time I see these videos I'm like where's security man Bobo and Willie should have been like tackled that dude before he even got like halfway up was there backstage eating eating the, the, the chicken dinners and then next thing yes you know, the they, hear the they, hear the, they hear the commotion and they come running out there greasy hands and all yeah because right. every time I see this it's the comedians are like these small frail skinny dudes and then whoever's rushing the stage is some big drunk burly dude or one time it was like an MMA fighter or a pro wrestler and he came and just hit the dude in the, in the, in the nuts and then just walked off and it was like <laughs> dude had to still tell jokes after that like Come on, man. You know, but that, if the man's got a bike, you don't step up there. But I always wondered with the Deceptive Comics, who's the most likely to get heckled? Who's the least likely to get heckled? And how do they handle hecklers? So and that's the probably most, a question. So, hold on. So if, if, if I'm watching a Deceptive Comics show, no, the most likely to get heckled, I would say, would be John Minus. And I've seen a couple people in my section heckle him before. But he's been yeah. real professional with it. He's real professional with the heckling every day. Yes. But He's the most likely one to get heckled. They yeah. won't heckle Sarone because Sarone might choke him up after the show. That's that's what I'm thinking. Like, <laughs> who's going to heckle Sarone? Like, you see Sarone big, just just he this big as shit. Like, and he, and he, and he talking, he talking trash to him, right? And so I'm like, uh huh, yeah. Wait till we get outside. And they yeah. <laughs> they I'm, like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm cool with Sarone, but if I wanted to fuck with him and heckle him, is he going to look and be like, oh, no, that's classic. I ain't going to hit him. But then the, 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 he'll probably come to be a classic. That's fucked up what you did. I'm going to bust your ass next time. Like, yo, I'm just fucking like, with you, man. If, if, it's, if it's us or something like that, he might yeah. laugh. Like, when, yeah, like, when, like when, um, when I first saw them, when I first saw them, and he had the suit on at um, a couple years ago, <laughs> and I still, and for years, I would always rip him about the suit, and he'd be like, you know what? Sarone said that shit was a hashtag. Right. <laughs> Ugly suit news, man. So, Ugly suit news. So, so for yeah. us, he know he know we all kidding around every day. But if you don't know him, yeah. he definitely gonna be like, "Oh, you want me to?" He like they like drive for lift or whatever. He like, yeah. like the person he heckling, he taking them home, and he gonna turn around and look at him like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know who I'm worried about heckling because of I'm not sure how he react. Um, no, yo, Mike Brown is cool. Uh, Dill is cool. I don't know if Baker Bone is gonna roast you or beat you up or both if you heckle him. I don't know. Gordon might dance with you, might do, might. Hump your girl or something in the bathroom. If he, if, if, he, 
He might Gordon, do that. Gordon no. will be like going to be petty like that. He'll be like, oh, okay. Gordon will finish his yeah. Gordon, Gordon, let me take you to the bathroom. <laughs> Gordon Baker will finish his set, walk off stage, <laughs> and next thing you know, when you go home and, and or you go back and buy your art house, uh, you know, all of a sudden you see his like uh his shirt hanging on the doorknob or something. It's like because you know you had to travel to go see the set the comedy. He's, right. You go, Going up to DC, you're gonna go visit your auntie or whatever and stay with her, you know, stay on a hotel room or whatever. So, stay, see family, go see his cousin Pete, whatever. Next thing you know, go and make a bone in your crib with no shirt on, cook your egg or waffles. <laughs> you're like, hold up, hold up, you shouldn't have heckled me, motherfucker. Like, oh, you know he what? Like, what? What are you doing? He's like, what are you doing here? He's like, yeah, remember them jokes you had? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gordon, he's that, he's that kind of evil. It's not even like, oh, yo, let's fight outside because he'll fight you too. But the thing is, you know. If if Gordon is any like anybody I know from New Jersey of that like size and stature, you don't want to fight someone like that because you're gonna catch a brick or something dirty. You know, Gordon's gonna knuckle up with you. Gordon's gonna like hit you with like a he's gonna be like New Jack from ECW. He's gonna hit you with a cheese right. grater and a fork in the eye, and he's gonna stab you, and then he's gonna kick you in the nuts, and you know, it's gonna it's gonna be dirty. You know, it's gonna thing. be dirty. When, whenever you hear, remember I, I, they, to roll. Tarone tell that story about when he was in New Jersey, I mean, no, Connecticut at the casino, and yes. he was at the wedding reception, and Gordon was dancing with the, the, the groom's wife or whatever, and Tarone <laughs> had to be like, don't, you don't want to do this. You know, it was like, mm. what, what are you going to do, man? <laughs> like, oh, jeez. Like I said, like I said, he got, like, and Gordon got, like, four other dudes who got his back and everything, so... Yes, yes, yeah. So I, but you know, but Gordon's also quick witted, so he could he could right. go toe to toe with you. Actually, they all are. You know, I could see Dylan kind of you know kind of making light of it and kind of turning it into you know this is just funny. Um, Mike is probably just gonna like you know he's gonna clown you and he's just gonna like you know kind of walk off and he'll be the winner whatever. They, they I you know that's the thing about being a comedian. You can should be able to handle yourself in all kinds of situations and kind of like the you know, there's improv comics, stage comics, whatever. But as you go on the road in different areas. And like hostile territories, whatever these guys do it all the time, you know, 24 7 365. They live that life, you know, they can handle themselves. It's just like you kind of want to, you know, after seeing them for a while, I'm like, I kind of want to see because I'm clicking on these videos of these random comics and like, oh, heckler owned here, you know, I'm like, okay, I see how these guys handle it. How do my favorite comics, my favorite comedians handle these things? And I just have to ask them, yeah, exactly. But the thing is. You know they 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 clearly will be like you know hey we going they they gonna be professional with it but they might yeah. hit you a couple jokes and everything and yeah. and it's probably it's probably a situation where you got to weigh options like okay what's the security like in the spot am I in hostile territory am I gonna make it home like you know it's a different it's a different being heckled in West Virginia than being heckled like you know in, in like you know Jersey or or, or in uh, Connecticut or in uh, New York or in DC where it's familiar and you know the people around or whatever it's like you don't know what the bouncers are like you know you could be being heckled by the bar staff and not know like oh he works here <laughs> you know or, or it's a manager that's like yelling out shit and it's like well you know motherfucker you know you gonna pay me fuck no you know so it's 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 like you gotta weigh those options you know you gotta call that audible at the line you can't you can't just come up and have the same rule for everybody um uh but i would say check out of course gordon baker bone and some russell uh their youtube channels and uh if you're on youtube check out steve hostetter he's like so good he has a series called heckler owned where he pretty much posts videos of you know him being heckled. And these go back years i'm talking like 10 years worth of videos of him okay. just handling hecklers and adam ray i started watching his stuff um he you know does stand up and everything um with adam ray he does like a lot of musical stuff. So he's like there singing and like the guy with the keyboard with his partners, whatever's with the keyboard 
keyboard and playing songs, and sometimes someone would yell out something, and then they make a song out of it. Like this girl's phone rang while they was playing a song, and next thing you know, they turned into a song about a booty call uh, and pick up the, you know, <laughs> and uh, and there was another one was like, you know, she she gave him the phone, and the, the 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 lock screen was on, and they were like, "What's the passcode?" They made a song about that, and had everyone singing, "What's the passcode? What's the passcode?" Yeah, so I, I kind of like those kind of you know the, the kinds that involve the crowd, or they turn something that's like you know. Yeah, your mother, or that's what she said, into like something even funnier because it's like, okay, now you can just turn and pivot on a fly. You know who couldn't pivot though is uh, Netflix because of, apparently, I don't know if you ever watched the show, but the Get Down got canceled. They just announced that today. Man, so uh, okay, so one it's, it's season, like yeah. one season. Now, the first half of the season they aired last year, it was great. I, I yeah. enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Now, when we happened this season, it just it didn't connect with me. It's like it felt rushed, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It felt greatly rushed, and like the story, it's like they kept slipping over um, in the elements of cartoons of the, of like animated and then the real live and everything. And I was just like, it just yeah. didn't. It, it I was like I was disappointed. I was really excited to see it come back, but. I don't think that's what killed it, though. I think, uh, and then here's the thing: I don't think it was. I don't think there was anything about the quality of the show that. Took it down. Uh, apparently, it was just very expensive to make. Yeah. So Netflix was like, "Well, we're just not going to spend this money, you know, uh, on this anymore." And it's kind of sad because, um, you know, Netflix has a gang of shows. You know, they put out a gang of original content. You know, so it's like, you know, the the, the get down was like the kind of the latest in all these different like bombs that they just put out there. Like, you know, the uh, House of Cards is coming back. Boom. Uh, they brought back Full House. Boom. Of course, they got the uh, original series uh, with Marvel. Boom again, and they got Orange is the New Black is a hit. Boom, and uh, you know they keep, keep, the hits keep coming. Um, uh, so it's okay, kind so of speaking to, yeah. So speaking of Netflix, so speaking of Netflix, um, now you said that oh, original content, Ranger things, yeah, right. Now you talk about original content. Now they, um, they uh, apparently they get the green light. The, the movie, the um, the Rihanna and Lupita, the one yes. movie, yeah. yeah. I'm really interested in how that's going to play out because that the whole Twitter, a whole Twitter oh. story that came about, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, we 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 came up with the idea. So, well, here's here's how you can evade that. You know, sure they cast him in the movie, and that might have been the idea, but don't make it about a bank heist. Make it about something else, and, or, or you know, so, so Ava DuVernay, whoever's writing this thing, you know, yeah, Issa Rae is supposed to be writing whatever. I mean, they might give the credit, but then they got to fish through all these tweets and tumblers. And but people are coming out saying, "Well, this is the person. This is the so and so." Um, and people, of course, uh, are on the other side of it, going, "Well, stop giving away ideas for free." Which you kind of figure on a medium like that, you are giving up stuff for free, or you're giving up things. Uh, you know, you can't really, you can, you know, say copyright a hashtag, but look at the work it takes to do that. You know what I'm saying? Look at the work it's going to take to basically say, well, this is my intellectual property and uh, I need to be recompensed for it. You know, it's like it's it's a lot of filing of paperwork. It's, uh, it's paying those fees. And it's like it takes a lot of forethought. If you come out your mouth and say this should happen and it happens, what are you going to take credit just because you thought, you know, it's like, sure, they might have seen your tweet. They might not have, you know, or the, or they seen your tweet, but they seen like everyone else retweeted and everyone else say the same thing. So we we can't. I mean, that court case is going to be real ugly as shit because it's going to be, I, I had one tweet or I had a Tumblr and that was the first one and that's the one they saw. Um, so they, saw the, they saw the picture, they saw the picture and was like, oh. Yeah, but the picture, 
the picture was it could have been was it the was what the picture they saw was it theirs exactly or was it like something someone was like, it was like two years ago it was two years ago they was at a fashion yeah. show yeah and they were just saying Rihanna looks like you know a yes. mastermind and Lupita was the girl behind the hat and yeah. everything. But how far does it go though? Because do do they also have to pay the photographer that took the photo? Do they have to pay the uh, the designer that put the the sweater and the the, the ensembles on them? You know, because it's like that. If they was wearing something different, or if they wasn't at that fashion show, if they were somewhere else, like at a basketball game, can you, are you saying the same thing or doing the same thing? Maybe, maybe not. You know, so there's a lot of factors in play there. You know, and uh, you know, you're using a device that 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 information is still proprietary of who? Who owns tweets on Twitter? Twitter. Because guess what? If Twitter says we shut this down, goodbye. Where your tweets go? They're gone. Your account closed. Um, oh, um, Twitter, uh, the NSA and the Library of Congress, when they take those tweets and like, you can pull your tweets down, but guess what? When you export them, they're still on Twitter. They're still, all that shit's still on Facebook, all your photos and all that stuff. Yes, there's privacy um, rules and regulations, but Facebook still got that fine print that says, well, we could still use your pictures and advertising if you don't click this checkbox here. So it becomes this big thing. So it's like, okay, well, you know, at what point? And if you really was about that life and you really wanted to be a writer and not just get credit for something that became like a, you know, a big budget idea or a million billion dollar idea, then maybe you should have put some effort into making it yourself. I mean, that's kind of my take on it, you know. So, I mean, I understand, you know, I understand being a creator in some form or fashion. And a lot of, you know, our creations, most of it's original. We derive from other sources and we do a lot. But, you know, it's like, okay, you got to put work in. And that's how I feel about it. It's like if someone took Rasselcast tomorrow and just made something major out of it, you know, and just took the name, I'd be like, yo, fuck, we put a lot of work into this thing. Um, how about you, you know, run me my coin? But if they was like, you know what, oh, man, uh, you know, we're going to talk wrestling. It's going to be people of color and uh, we're going to make some uh, wrestling tunes, you know, with hip hop tunes. All right, y'all biting the private promo, but I can't I, if you'll call it something else. <laughs> I can't I can't do nothing. There's nothing I could do. I'll be like, y'all have at it. But guess what? We have the original WrestleCast. We're going to be like Ghostbusters, uh, the Filmations. You know, you know what I'm saying? You, you could be the real Ghostbusters. So whoever's got that gripe, I mean, I mean, sure, you can come up and say, but unless you lure it up like that, uh, all you're doing is pretty much saying, hey, give me a shout out in your movie or give me a give me a credit or give me something, you know, but, uh, you know, it's not going to get it's only going to get so far. But I'm disappointed about what the Netflix would get they get that get canceled is I was hoping that they would have a crossover with the uh, uh, with Narcos and with Stranger Things and with like all these other shows and we have like this Netflix and chill universe like how Marvel movies are connected and DC's connected and shit. Like yeah. we would have that, like you know the the, the guys from the Get Down, uh, you know they start rapping and they show up on uh, Fuller House, you know they come popping out and they teach like the, the girls about hip hop or whatever. I don't know why that's happening, but it might. And, uh, you know, so we've we, we been robbed of that. Um, but, you know what? Didn't, didn't VH1 have a show that's, like, set in the 90s? Yeah, um, they have, uh, they the, have breaks. the Breaks. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it looks interesting, too. My problem is I don't watch VH1. I haven't watched VH1 in, a, in years. And uh, I think... You haven't watched me, it since it was actually for, old, for, or for um, adults. No, no, nah, nah, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> nah, I'm not, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there with that because I don't want to be that, that angry old guy. But um, Flavor of Love. Or, or I think, or Celebrity Fit Club, but like around that era, that's when I was still watching VH1 heavy, you know, because oh, I remember Goldie or Flavor Love, and uh, I remember, um, um, oh, um, what's her name? The, uh, um, oh, Takara on a Celebrity Fit Club. Yeah. 
Yes, because uh, she was off the next top model, and Harvey was all like, you know, um, you know, he's whipping everybody in shape, and then they had that uh, skinny uh, doctor dude. He was like, Takara, have some class, Doctor Ian. <laughs> Yo, I remember that the black the, the black doctor, right? Yes, yes, yeah. he yeah, he had the big old head and everything. I think he and Takara were dating for a while. I I wouldn't be surprised because he was he he was looking at her like you know like she was a snack. You know, he was like <laughs> he was like you know what you're gonna lose weight. Can I ask a question real quick? How yeah. how did we get to this get to describing ladies as snacks? <laughs> or we just oh they go there they just like yo you looking like a snack? That you know what that is? That's <laughs> that's that like food too much because I, I snack a lot and sometimes I'd be like I look at Miss Classic I'm like damn you like a snack I could eat you girl and he's just like stop why is it always food with you and I'm like <laughs> I guess I'm hungry you know it's like you kind of associate the two you know. But yeah, I, 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 I've never been that well, way. How did, how, did, how, did, how, did, how did that become a thing? Because all of a sudden, yeah. you see people there like, like you looking like a snack. Like, you look like a snack. I, I think that goes way back in the day. I'm sure that was like it's a, something, it's a room in the house type thing, you know, with the Kawasier, whatever. Hey, I mean, you said, like, you know, it's like you said, your uncle say you out there chasing your young tenderonies, you know? Yes, tenderonies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're chasing them. Oh, you know. It's like if, but it, a lot of it kind of goes into, I guess, the body type too, you know. So if she kind of like is a little thick in certain places, whatever, it's like you kind of associate that with food. But if there's a tall girl, you thinking that's that's like a tall drink of water, whatever they have you. I, I don't know, um, you know. Like, what do you say about a like little short, tiny girl? Is she fun sized? Uh, you know, is like, a, is that like a, a half a Snickers or whatever? I don't know. Bite size Snickers. Bite size. That's a bite size. Yeah, I could I could like pop two or three of you right now. Yeah, but that doesn't sound good. You know, so you kind of gotta, you gotta, you gotta figure out what makes sense and what's not too offensive. And you know, if she don't like you calling a snack, then you better just keep it to yourself. Just think it in your, in your mind and just say that she's uh, she's pretty or easy on the eyes or something that's like really classy. Because uh, otherwise, she's not gonna fly you out and uh, she won't let you in. Um, <laughs> she's gonna she gonna kick you out. <laughs> yes, she won't kick you out. So no flyouts for you. Um, no. Um, what else won't you have? You won't have sundresses and whiskey and pool parties. You won't have that life. Uh, you won't have, be living right. Yeah, yeah, and you won't be balls. going to. Yeah, you won't be having bourbon balls. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna be caught out there bourbon ball. And oh, and shout out to Corn. Shout out to uh, you know, shout out to Tommy. Uh, yeah, Tom Collins uh, for sundresses and whiskey. And also shout out to my man Jeff Esquire. Uh, sixth year in a row, tweet up cookout in DMV in DC. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now I got some good news and bad news. The tweet out cookout is in two weeks. That's the good news. I know you're gonna be there, Mo. I haven't got my ticket yet, but I, it looks like that might be that might be a move for me. Make that move. Um, here's the bad news. I got tickets. I can't go. That, that happened to you what the last year too? Didn't yeah, <laughs> it, every year, man, every year. I think last year I just like just I was like whatever, and I just didn't go. But I like I, I bought whatever. And it's like of the six years, I think I went to three. <laughs> you know, I met so, you. Like, I met you. I met you at the second one. That's the, the yes. one I met you at the second one. <laughs> yes, because I, I was at the first one. The first one was funny because. Uh, this was like the first time meeting everybody. I was like right. Jeff Till, all the, and I showed up, and like you know, everyone knew each other, and I was just tweeting at everybody, and people didn't even know what I looked like because I didn't, I didn't have an avatar, or nothing, and I showed up with this. I showed because you know, it was in the park, right? And they were like, right. no liquor, or whatever, and I wasn't sure if there was liquor or not, and I was still kind of new to the area, um, so I showed up with a big black duffel bag with all this. I could stop at the liquor store the way with all <laughs> the licks in it, and I just called. I showed up with the bag. You know, kind of dapped up a few people, did the head nods, and then took the bag, went to the picnic bench, and just put it down. And people were like, yo, who is this? What the fuck? And then 
someone came to me and was like, yo, what's up, man? How you doing? I was like, yeah, I brought some, uh, you know, brought some, uh, some, some spirits in the bag to bless up the party. I was like, oh, oh, good looking. Good looking. Hold, hold on, hold on, classic. So I don't know if you're still watching TNT, but they a special preview of Claws. And you got the scene with Nisi Dash. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh, I, I just flipped back because I was watching Seinfeld on TV. Oh. <laughs> it's just the scene with Nisi Dash and the white guy. And I'm just like, dude, what the? Yeah, because you know you got, we watching the TV on mute. Uh, you know, damn. I'm like, yo, TV, TV did the, the, the change with yes. in regards yo. to like <laughs> TV yeah. change. I'll just say that. <laughs> oh, choking stroke. Look at that. He's, stroke. <laughs> He's like, do you choke me? He's choking him. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know, usually it's the other way around. He's like, but you know, she, she looked out of it too. She's like, what? What she's is like, this? She's like, she's like, why am I? I'm bored with this. Why am I choking yeah. you? You're supposed to be choking and me. Ah, he fell out too. <laughs> Hey, when you well, can't, that, that brown that brown sugar like D'Angelo. <laughs> hold up, it's a t- this is a this is a sneak peek. That yeah, was the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> come on, man. Not, not, they trying to get you to watch this show. They like this is what this is how it goes down. He definitely they definitely say, hey, this is this is what you're gonna get on this show. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm signed up for the season. I'm, let me let me let me set the DVR for this bad boy right now. <laughs> Every episode, it ain't caught me, son. It caught me right here. Bam. Season pass. Oh my man, Harold Perino, uh, motherfucking Link from uh the the Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions is in this. There you go. Oh, Boom. I was like, I was like, I was like, just happening to look at it, and that's thing you know, I yeah. seen them in the back room. I was like, oh, I was like, this is, this is interesting. <laughs> so long story short, I made a lot of good friends at the first cookout, and of course yeah. made many friends at the second, and 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 therefore beyond that, it's always cool to get the get to get together with fam and meet people for the first time or see people right. you ain't seen in a long time. Unfortunately, I I bought the tickets, and then I think I, I I don't know what I committed to first, but I gotta be out of town with the wife, and it's like, well, I guess I can't go because <laughs> uh, she invited me today. She's like, oh, by the way, you gonna meet me uh such and such uh, on the tenth? I was like, the tenth? That's the you know what? I will. And I was I was look, I was looking at my phone for that email with the tickets. I was like, I'm gonna have to find a way to do something with this. So since you you know have not purchased. I could just cook and kick them over to you. I could do that on the show here. Boom. Okay. So, that is. so that's what I'll do. Because I was going to be like, do you need two? Because I got two tickets. Oh, no. I mean, I'm just, it's just me going. And, you know, you know, I'm like, I definitely was like, well, they actually right. wanted to go. And I was just like, and then that's when I was just, I seen that they was going to have, uh, um, they had the cookout Saturday and then the sundress and whiskey that Sunday. So, dude, sundresses, whiskey, and a pool party. I want to ask Tommy, how is that figure? Do you wear the dress and then jump in the pool? Do you wear the dress, take it off, dip in the pool, come back, put the dress on? Or the dress, does will, be it, the dress will be clinging to yeah. them. Yes. And, you know, and I even told, I, I told the missus, the cookout is Saturday, and then I was going to hit a set of sundresses and whiskey pool party on Sunday. And she's like, you going to be out there ogling people? And I was like, <laughs> first of all, it's ogling, not ogling. <laughs> You know, That's you're so smart. <laughs> second, and second, I don't do such a thing. You know, <laughs> although I know how it's pronounced, that's not, I'm there for the whiskey. <laughs> Everything else is just happenstance. But I can't go to either because we're gonna be going for the weekend. So she check it out. Executive. She put the executive decision down. <laughs> yeah, she's like you're gonna be the, out there ogling. And and the biggest the big gag with these uh, events is I go solo like almost every time. Every now and then she goes with me to something, but usually she's either working or she's working on this, is working on that, so she can't go. And then I roll up there and they're like, "Where's Miss Classic? Oh, she at home. She's working on her doctorate. Or she's working on this. She's working on that." And it's like, "Well, tell her I said hi." 
And I'm like, y'all don't even care if I show up. Y'all just want to rub up on Mrs. Classic. I see how this is. I see this. You like, you like, you like, you like. What about me? You like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? What about me? I'm right here. You hating? For, you know what I'm saying? You know, you you follow me. You know, you follow her. You know what I'm saying? You like, I'm here, and they're like, yeah, yeah you're here, she, but you don't run a podcast network. What she do? <laughs> she just pay for it. Nah, but you know. All the same, so you, I'm a, I'm a, I'll bless you with a ticket. Um, in fact, okay. I'll probably bless you with both of them, and then you could figure out who's going to get the second one. Who's going to be the lucky lady of God to accompany Maurice to this cookout? And then you know, because <laughs> I was going to put it up on like a sweet. I might, I might do the second ticket like that. I, I don't know if you can separate the two. Split the tickets in half down the middle, and whoever cries about it is the rightful owner. So we'll we'll see. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, so. Sorry, folks, you won't get a sweepstakes this time. I was going to announce the classic team-up, tweet-up cookout tickets, uh, sweepstakes extravaganza, but I would probably have to have some rules printed on some fine print, and somebody would be like, well, you had, said. Had the, small, had the small, the, the real small print, and, yeah. them, and then you I put s- your eyes. Yeah. Like you said, it's open to residents of all 50 states, and including Washington, D.C. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and, and Puerto Rico. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Send my shit to Puerto Rico, son. Yeah, but uh, let's get uh, so the cookout's gonna be fun. Um, you know what's not fun is these flyouts, and I guess so we here's, should, the, here's, we the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Somebody need to come up with a ten flyout commandments, kind of like how Biggie had the ten crack commandments and you get the ten commandments of the Bible. Yes, we need the ten commandments of flyouts so that you know they can get their game, their get file game. game. Yeah, because you can't be going out flying out halfway across the country. Yeah. Oh, so you got. Yeah, with a book, with a with nothing but a book bag, nothing and no book bag, um, and, and, and no cash, nothing book in the bag. account, and your account can your account your can mo- be dug into by your moms or your somebody mom, else. Mo- how's your mom? You know how. Well, you know how. Yeah, I know uh, how. But yes. how's your grown man and your mother's got access to your funds, dog? And she's taking the life of your money. This is the biggest problem I have with this whole situation is this guy is not a grown man. He might have the beard. He might have shaped it up or tried to hook it up a certain way. He looked like, you know, somebody that he takes the pictures for the angles for Twitter, for the honeys, whatever. He tweets like he grown. Um, he's probably in his, like, mid-20s or something. He said some... He, they would pull up his old tweets. He was saying some ashy stuff. Of course! Because guess where you saying it from? Mom's crib. Probably in the basement, probably in his old room, probably in the rec room. He has not left the house. So he left the house. He came back because, you know, college didn't work out or this didn't work out. And I'm just trying to get back on my feet and do my rap thing. You know, why are you sweating me, mom? I'm trying to, I'm going to be big one day. He got SoundCloud links in his bio oh for, for some, for I some to that. producer I to shit. I listened to the song that popped up and I was like, yeah, really? This is what you're doing? It's Yo. 17. <laughs> Yo, dude, I mean, I can understand you trying to get your life together, get your game together. We've all been there, man. You know what I'm saying? I've been there. I've been up in my mom's spot till I got married. You know what I'm saying? And, and, but I carried myself a certain way. I was never, like, doing – I've done drive-outs. I've done cab-outs. I've done, you know, t- 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 bike-outs. You get on, a, get on that train, BMX. I've done, trains, look, I've done yeah. trains. I've done buses. So, hey. You know, Greyhound. Uh, I've, I've, I've done – listen – that 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 twenty two dollar deal, um, uh, round trip from Baltimore to, to New York. Yes, I've, the, I've the went, Chinatown bus. We risk your life, right? <laughs> and always Saturday, no, listen, Saturday yeah. morning, getting up six o'clock, being down at the bus station six o'clock in the morning to drop the ride up for um hours to go see somebody in um the Bronx. Yes, so I know about these trips. But All right, yo, come get me, come get me. Oh, uh, <laughs> yo, I'm at the stop. What train I got? What line I got to get to get to your spot? 
Oh, oh just take right. the D, you get off here. Yeah. Be her at Port Authority or catch one of the trains going up. <laughs> this was before smartphones. You had to write the directions down. This is before GPS. You had to write the directions down. Right. If you went on the internet, you had to print off your, um, ex- it wasn't even Expedia. What was it? Um, no, it, it was, was uh, MapQuest. MapQuest yes, was the joint. Yes, MapQuest. You had to MapQuest that shit or you had to write that shit down or you had to get that fold out map from the gas station and be like, so am I in Queens? <laughs> Or the Bronx. Wait, where, 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 where we at? Like, where yeah, we at? where you at? Yeah, exactly. Latitude, longitude. And I, I used to do that coming down to Virginia. You know what I'm saying? Same thing. But, you know, but you knew what your <laughs> limitations were. You knew what your funds were. Guess what? I never did. Because, you know, Mrs. Classic lived down this way. And I was coming back from New York to come see her when we was, like, you know, doing that distance thing. I never came down to talk shit to her. I was like, yo, where you at? What you do this? Because I knew I was at her spot. She was paying, or I came down with a little bit of money. You know, uh, I paid for my little ticket to come down. We had a good time. I went back home, and vice versa. You know, we took care of each other. And if we had an argument, it was like, okay, whatever, agree to disagree, and I'm gonna go home. You know, but we go apologize and break off and have and, and have it be good. This is dude that didn't even know her. Made us. They might have shared some DMs, some texts, whatever. Oh, and but he, he was got, still. They were still DMing each other. There wasn't even no. Yes. Yeah, there was no number. So it was like no phone number for like yo, um, let me call you when you when you're ready. Oh, I think no, it's even like Mama playing, and she was like checking his phone yes. to see who was hitting them up. <laughs> this was Escape from Mama House. Who is this? Who is this number from California, from Los yes. Angeles? Who is this? <laughs> and let me tell you right now, that call to his mama talking about, oh, um, you know, you messing with my funds, moms? Uh, you you dipping into my funds right now? That was probably the call the first time she found out he was in Cali. Like, where are you at, boy? Oh, I'm Cali. Uh, I'm visiting some friends out here. Oh, uh, why you took the money out though? You know, and and the way he was talking to her because we heard audio, we saw the the text and everything. He talks to her like you know he's like a little spoiled little shit. Like you know, like that's how he talks to his mother. And she lets him get away with it. You know, so that's what it is. He's a mama's boy that decided he was gonna go get some trim because he's a grown man now and can nobody tell him nothing. But he's never earned a dollar of his own in his life, and I have no problem dragging this fool because this is everybody that I grew up around. This is my little younger brother. This is one of my, my buddies out there uh, that used to do that. And I always tell him, yo, straighten the fuck up, man. First off, get a good job. Get your own weight up. Get yourself together. Then go do this fuckery. You know, don't don't do this on your mama's dime. His mama's paying. You know what I'm saying? That little bit of money that he spent up, the $27 pizza, whatever, or the, or, or the, or, or the, the, the going out to eat, whatever, he pay nothing. He he spent his mama money, and when that fun went well, one dry, well ran dry, he came. To, he went to her and was like, "Can you be my mama out here? Cause I can't go home." You know, <laughs> and he calls mom. I, I'm laid up with this girl. She taking care of me. But he went out there and found out the wrong way. She got somebody all up in the spot. Oh, she lived with a dude. Dude, you a sucker from the moment you came up there and didn't announce yourself. You know what I'm saying? Of course, she might be dealing with somebody. The whole, the whole thing. The whole thing is. He didn't. He's try, he tried to be slick and start the whole story and hashtag off and, and yes. get his tweets off. Next thing you know, yes, he came with the receipts like, oh yeah. nobody. <laughs> oh, what was that? What was that photo? What what he have under that photo? Uh, it was all that food and her at the end. Did, no, he said, I, no, he I mean, no, no. He said he said I'm eating everything at this table, including my food. Yeah, was, and then she was like, oh, you yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever you you feeling yourself right there. You know. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the the, the bills coming. Garcon is not going to be see who playing you. Garcon is going to be like the check or do the dishes. 
like, yo, I'll meet you outside because I'm going to handle this. We'll go talk some business real quick. And he got to roll up his sleeves and like spray down some dishes. And she's like, what's taking him so long? This ain't no dining dash here. <laughs> Yeah, you scrub these toilets real quick. So after he was, took the toothbrush to to the to the met to the latrine, he had to come out of uh you know Shea Garcon's, and then she was probably going long gone, and he had to figure out how to get on that Uber to go home. And she was like, "I'm already home, you know. Me and my man's we we chilling. <laughs> my roommate, you know, she 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 cleaned it up for him. Oh, this that's just somebody that stayed here. You know, he he blows that back out. He she probably got mad male, male friends, and you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. That's her life. That's her spot. You know what yeah. I'm saying? More power to her. She wrong too. Leading this fool all the well, I would say stringing him along because he probably he obviously came unannounced, but she shouldn't even open the door to him. She didn't have been like, Yo, I don't even know who the fuck you are. And call the cops and that would be that. If you're flying out, if you're flying out anywhere, you gotta make sure and so you, you gotta, gotta have a plan sure every, B. You gotta make sure you, you, gotta, you gotta have a, a backup plan just in case everything just goes to shit. You sitting there like, Okay, what's, what's gonna happen, bruh, you know? bruh. First off, it's the trip to the airport. Yeah, he live in Queens, so you know LaGuardia JFK's right there. Then it's the waiting in line and getting pat down by TSA and dealing with the airline. And then you know all the you know where your taxi in the runway and put on your seatbelt and all that shit. So and then the trans you know continental flight uh, or you know kind of cross country flight. And, and there's probably a layover somewhere, so he, he had to yeah, stop he, off. So he, he did say it was a layover that he had was like he and I then guess two he hours. To, yeah. Get, get off the plane, home. get on the plane again, pat down, take your shoes off, um, put, you know, uh, well, he didn't have to check a bag, but he had probably the empty contents of his uh, backpack and just make sure that, you know, and take out, you got to take out your cell phone and, you know, if you got a tablet, whatever, you got to put that in the tray, whatever, you got to be on the mob with the stroller, whatever. So all these hours he done logged in. What was he thinking the whole time? Oh, it never rains in Southern California. He had all these, you know, he had all these fantasies and thoughts like, oh, man, when I get there, man, she's just going to, like, drop her drop her drove for me. You know what I'm saying? She's going to drop her house coat right at the door, and it's going to be romantic and everything, man. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, yes. I'm getting all up in that. Yeah. Bruh, bruh, bruh. And then I don't mean the, you know, body shame because uh, this dude is big. Uh, that's that's one thing we realized, too. Um. Hey, I, 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 hey, hey, listen. I let let you know quick. I'm like, hey, I'm I'm a big I'm a big dude. I'm yeah. bearded. Yes, I'm problematic on Twitter, as what they say. So yes, yeah, exactly. You, you gonna you, get you're what you gonna get. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Hey, but you know, he t- took the photo with the angles, whatever, whatever. But I'm just saying this to say because this happened with Kevin Smith. Um, you where you if you get too big for one seat, they make you pay for two. I wonder if he had to deal with that situation and that cut into his funds even more. It's like you pay for one ticket. They like, sir, sir. Um, um, yeah, you're gonna have to pay for a second seat. Like, but, but I, I fit just fine. Now nah, you gotta pay for a second seat. All right, fine. How much? And it's like, boom. There's another three twenty out your ass. You know what I'm saying? You know what? And that's why. That's why I only fly Southwest because it's first come, first serve. So yes. As soon as I grab that seat, I'm like, hey, can I get, get the out. extender? Can I get the extender. Yes. Fire to bring it to me. Now I'm good. And I just had yes. to wait to see who wants to come sit on my roll with me. Yes. And normally there you it'll, go. Be, it'll be it'll be it'll be some it'll be either some older lady who wants to talk and I'm like Yeah. I'm about to take a, a four hour flight across to like the middle of the um, country or something like that. I was like Yeah. As long as she's not a talker and you gotta do like um Bullseye did in that Daredevil movie with that lady, then you fine. <laughs> with the peanuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut up. But you know, like I do that too. I take the uh I take the uh, exit row. Uh, or the uh, for if there's an emergency, like can you open the door, sir? Because it's extra leg room. Because so I was like, I got I got the legs, and I was like, oh, I, okay. I can't be a coach or scrunched up. So it's like, okay, I can stretch out a little bit. Like, to, but the thing is, you have to help people get off the plane. So it's like, oh, it's like, like, <laughs> so I'm like, like, I, I 
open I pull the door open and I just go, go motherfucker, slide, slide, motherfucker. It's like <laughs> I'm just waving people home. I'm like third base coach. And that's all it is. You know, it's like, can you do this, sir? I'm like, fuck yeah. Cause guess what? We all getting off, right? Yep. <laughs> you I'm know like, what I'm do I get do I get free flights for a year for helping out? Shoot. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah I mean, if it, me. Here's the thing. If it's like if it's like a planes on fire situation and we're all just like you know and we're still in the sky and like you know and people are just like getting sucked out like in one of Superman movies that's a oh, different I can't, you can't do nothing but if you're like <laughs> say you're in like the water or you're like somewhere and it's like help people exit the plane that's just a okay well we're not just getting off the plane you know it's like get on that little slide thing and you're good it's like okay now we're just getting off you know so it, it doesn't even matter so yeah I'll take it you know but my man he miscalculated extremely poorly and then got dragged drugged and drogued all over the fucking place and it's just a sad thing so yeah you know how cuffing season has the calendar and the website and all that shit you're right we need to have some fly out fuckery commandments or some fly out uh, bylaws or something like a fly out manifesto like this is what you do for fly outs number one make sure you have your money First, first and foremost, make Have sure your, your money, money right. is right. <laughs> make sure your money is yours. Make sure you ain't got the answer right. to nobody. Um, and, and, and number two, and this is most important, someone got to know where you are. I'm not talking you got to tell your mama, but you got to tell somebody. And I'm going to relate this to a story. And I don't want to tell too much on my friends, but I did have one buddy um, who actually did a fly out. Went to, he actually went uh, to another country. Ooh. A whole other country. Ooh. And no one knew about this. No one knew where this dude was. No one knew when he left, or no one knew how long he was going and who he was with. I got a call from his mama. I was like, "Yo, um, so have you seen? Uh, you know, have you seen my You know, have you seen my son?" I was like, "Um, no. You sure he was? He wasn't over there? Nope. He did he call you? Nope." And it was like, "Yeah." After after the fourth no, I was like, "Something's wrong." Because usually he, this is like a responsible dude, you know. He's upstanding. He's always there, you know. He's probably went to work or something like that. You know, I'm, I'm like, I just got home from work. I'm chilling. So I'm like, um, so I'm let me come over and, uh, you know, let, you know, and 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 try to help you. And I, of course, I start calling all of my all of our friends, mutual friends. Like, yo, you seen him? Nah, I ain't seen him. When was the last time you talked to him? Uh, so I'm doing detective work now. Like, where is this guy? Because you know, what the hell? And so I'm up in the crib. Uh, and, and she's telling me, oh, uh, you know, I haven't seen him like in a day and a half or two days. Uh, you know, last I saw him, he was going out, you know, he was talking about going to meet some friend. Whatever, so I start making more calls from his house, mind you. Right. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, I'm in his computer. I have to hack the shit. I go into his email. I, I like I log in. I go into uh, I think at the time it was Hotmail. Oh, log into Hotmail. I'm like trying to figure out the password and everything. I get into the Hotmail and the password, and then I go into sent messages, uh, sent mail, and the uh, replies. And that's where I see it all. I'm like, motherfucker. Next thing you know, I am making a long distance call. <laughs> International. Excuse me. Is, you know, motherfucker home? Oh, is motherfucker there? Hold on one second. First ring, mind you. <laughs> oh, man. Hello? Yeah. Yo, this is classic. I'm calling from your house. I'm in your room. No one knows where the fuck you are. You moms is worried sick. He still live with her, you know? So I'm like, Damn, what the hell? And then he's like, yo, man, so yo, this is chick, and, you know, we talked online, and he gives me the whole thing. I'm like, dude, okay, you're grown, but guess what? You still live with your moms, dude, and you just took off and didn't say shit. Even if you just told me, that'd have been cool, because I'd have made up something for you. Now it just looks stupid. Um, 
put on the phone. I was like, no, no, you're not. I'm not putting on the phone. Here's what you're going to do. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I, I ran, I caught up. I found, I found out where he is. He's good. And then you're going to call it and you're going to sit, you set that straight, but I'm not going to have, you know, I'm not going to like, you know, so I, I, t- I was like, you smooth this out because right now it looks real dirty. And this is a story I've never told any, I think I might have told like a couple people. So of course I'm telling it on the podcast now, but you're not going to tell who it is or none of that stuff. But it was like, yo, what the hell? And this was pre Twitter. This was pre a lot of things. If this was Twitter, it'd have been everywhere because she would have posted something, he would have posted something. It'd have been GPS locations and all that stuff. There's a lot of these stories that happen that you don't know about. And my biggest fear was something would have happened to him. Like he goes up there, and next thing you know, he gets shot and killed, or his, his organs get like taken out, and he's you know sitting in a tub of yeah, ice or something. That happened. That happened in the news. Yeah, recently the, the, the model they got found with his organs removed. Yes. Like- Yes, or, or a penis just gets thrown into the woods or something like that, or, 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 or whatever, anything. Or or, or um, you, you become part of the human centipede. I was like, yo, I remember years later, the human centipede, I was like, you remember that time? You could have been the ass end of the human centipede. How would you like that? You know, it would have been a thing. I, was, I lost my headset. <laughs> oh, man, that's... that's... Crazy. So yeah, it's not play play, man. That's one thing. Yeah, you have to. We have to because I'm 37. My mother, if I'm saying we're out of town, she giving me she her and my grandmother in my phone giving yeah. me third degree like where you going, who you gonna be with. You got to make it plain. Just bust out your itinerary. If you a grown man, be a grown man. You know what I'm saying? And and, and, and that's the big thing. So it's just like if somebody showed up at my spot and. You know, and say I was single or something, or even if I wasn't single, they just show up in my spot unannounced. And I was like, uh, and I know they got people depending on them that live with them, that care about them. Ain't no shame living with your moms at any age or living with your people at any age. But let them know where you are. That's just a responsible thing to do. It's like, yo, she should have told him, go home and be a mama's boy because you got no (laughs) business here. Then I go home and be a family man. Go home and be a mama's boy. Go back to your mama. And you know, save up your money and 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 take care of your pops that might have cancer and all this other shit. You know, it's like this is a dirty situation, and he just made, you know, it's like it could have been avoided if he just, you know, used some common sense. And yeah, apparently sometimes it's, you can't teach that. You know, it's like you just gotta learn it the hard way. These are the hard knocks. You cannot be out there. This is a story that his homeboys, you know, are gonna learn from. They're not gonna be doing this shit. It's like, oh, this is how bad it can get, huh? Well, I guess I'll be checking in, you know? This concludes part one of our two-part episode, special edition classic team-up episode 52 with Mo Reese as my guest. Of course, we will get into more flyout shenanigans and more other cool stuff from our show in part two, which will air tomorrow. Just a mere scant 24, you know what, maybe less than 24, 18, 16, 12, whenever I wake up tomorrow, I'm going to put it up. How about that? All right, so uh, until then, if you have any comments on the show, hit up the hashtag Classic Team Up on Twitter, or you can hit me up directly at Classic Materia. Classic spelled just like in the show title, and Materia or and Team Up uh, for all of your uh, needs. And of course, you can go to our official website, cspn.us, leave us a comment, and of course, you can look us up on iTunes, Stitcher, 
or wherever podcasts are found. Leave us a rating or review, and uh, we'll read it on the air at some point. So thank you for listening, and check you out next time on the next part of this episode. Peace out. Classic Classic Team 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 Team